Shalom Aleichem. It is great to see everyone again. Uh, it's been some time. But Baruch Hashem, Zoom has literally saved the world, uh, keeping us all connected so we can still see each other and still uh, hopefully maintain some sort of human interaction from a distance. I just wanted to share a quick idea. Um, it's really on the past week's Parsha by Yaakov Pekudei but relevant nonetheless, and uh, I think a powerful lesson. Um, Parsha Svayakel begins with really a little bit of a chazara, a little bit of a reiteration of what we had said in Parsha's Truma, uh, the Nadiva Samishkan, the donations that were brought by Klali Sol for the Mishkan. And it, it, you know, the Sukkim talk about the different materials which were, do, which were donated, and there's different ways to count the exact amount of, Nadivas, of the, of the Nadavas. But according to some, there were 13 uh, materials or substances that were donated. There was Tcheles, Argomon, there was Zav, Kesef, Nechoshes, gold, silver, copper, and all the different kinds of wool, with the different kinds of dye. And uh, there were 13 different uh, materials, 13 different, you know, categories of items which were donated. And I don't remember where I saw this, but I saw one of the Mepharshim say that the significance of the number 13 is, uh, it, it corresponds to the 13 middle brachas of Shemana Esrei. You know, Shemana Esrei is set up into really three distinct categories. We have the three brachas at the beginning, Avais, that's where we're makir Hashem, we basically tell ourselves, we tell Hashem, we understand whom we're talking to, we declare more um, the Rebbe Shalom's greatness, Hashem's greatness. Um, and then we move on to the middle section. So on Shabbos and Yom Tiv, that's going to be more about the declaration about what the importance of and the significance of the day. But during the week, those are where we have our bakoshes. You know, it's at a, we're at a trying times. Our Rookwood said I should not speak about the coronavirus, but I don't know if I have a choice. You know, we're in trying times. And, and in, in trying times, these 13 brachos really become somewhat of a, of a lifeline for us. We find ourselves connecting maybe a little bit more to Rifo'inu Hashem, the Neirothei, to, uh, you know, to Shema Kalenu, and we pour out our hearts to Hashem. And, and these are almost, this is like our time. This is our brachos for, for our personal strachim. And then the last ones are for uh, Hakara and Haidah and Shalom. We thank Hashem. We, we, we recognize him and we leave off with a, with a request for Shalom. So that's the basic format of Shemana Esra. We have the Avos, the beginning three. We have the Bakashas in the middle. And then we have Haidah at the end. So this commentator, this Mepharsh, I forgot who it was, said that the 13 materials of the Mishkan correspond to the 13 middle brachos of the weekday Shemana Esra. Interesting. Uh, what's the idea behind that? What's the connection? But even more interesting is when you get to the end of this week's, this past week's parsha, Parsha's Bakude. And as you read the, as you read the parsha at home by yourself, uh, you kind of sense the repetition of the Kasher Tziva Hashem as Maisha, Kasher Tziva Hashem Oisai, over and over and over again. The Torah says they built this the way the Rabbanu Shalom commanded Moshe. And the, the uh, Balaturim says a fascinating thing. Um, he says, "Vihem Yudches Palmim." Kasher Tziva Hashem Esmaisha appears eighteen times in Parshas Bekude. Kasher Tziva Hashem Esmaisha, the Chachol Kasher Tziva Hashem Esmaisha. So this is a great Kol Kasher corner. Just a plug for one of my other uh, Kol duties. Um, where you know, uh, how many times does it say Kasher? I don't know. You have to think of the question yourself. But something like this is a good piece of trivia to know. Eighteen times this Kasher Tziva Hashem Esmaisha uchenegdom titnu Yudches Brachos. The 18 brachas of Shemana Esrei correspond to the 18 times in the actual uh, setting up of the Mishkan and the actual 
description of how the Kalim actually came down and all the vessels in the Mishkan, how they were developed and what they looked like. When the Torah is finishing up and recapping for us, Parshish Pekudei, the whole, uh, you know, the whole progression of the Nadivas Mishkan, starting from the beginning when people donated and now finally the end when everything is put into place. Now we are up to Kasher Tiva Hashem Mishmashe 18 times, corresponding to the 18 Brachos Shrona Esrei. So I ask you, each and every one of you watching this Zoom uh, recording, what happened from the beginning of the Mishkan that there was 13 broth, 13 materials? The raw materials, when they're donated to the base of Mikdash, they correspond to just the 13 brachas of Shemana Esrei, that middle category. Not the others, not Haidah at the end, but just the 13 brachas in the middle. Yet at the end, when everything is put into place, when everything's coming together, when the Mishkan is erected, and now we have all the Kalim, we have everything in place, now all of a sudden, there's 18 Kachatu Hashem Esmaisha corresponding to all 18 brachas of Shemana Esrei. What changed? How did we go from the raw materials being the 13 to the, enti- the Mishkan in its entirety being all 18 brachas of And this thought crossed my mind. Um, I think there might be some, some truth to it. And either way, uh, I think it's a very, a very powerful uh, lesson, especially at this, uh, this time. And that is as follows. I believe there's a tendency, I can't really speak for anybody else, but at least with myself, I could say, there's a tendency to view Shemana Esri in a very interesting way. We kind of, or at least I, you could tell me uh, if, if, you, uh, if you identify with this, but I almost feel like sometimes the 13 brachas of Shemana Esrei, that's my time. And I really described it that way when I was setting up the format of Shemana Esrei. That's, that's my time. It becomes more about me. That's when I have my bakoshas. So the first three brachas of Shemana Esrei, it's about Hashem. I'm talking to Hashem. I'm being the Shabbatim. I'm declaring who, who he is to me, who he is to the world. I'm doing my best to recognize him as the Melech Malchem Lachem. And at the end of Shemana Esrei, that's when I thank Hashem, that's also about Hashem. But those 13 brachos, that's about my tzrachim. What do I need? That's when it becomes a little bit more centered around, you know, I want das, I want refuah, I want, I want slicha, I want, I want forgiveness, I want kapara, I want uh, Hashem should hear my prayers. It sounds like it's something which is very focused on, on the misfalo. It's something which is very, you know, for me, self-centered. It's not about Hashem as much anymore. And I believe in a certain sense that was Klal Yisrael's intent when they donated originally. The raw materials, when they were given to the Beis Amigdash, to the Mishkan, when they were donated originally, the Tchelas, the Argaman, the Telashani, the Keset, the Zav, the Nechayshas, all those things were donated because Klal Yisrael wanted something. There was a focus here. We wanted the Kesher to Barayim. We wanted the connection to Hashem. It was meaningful to us because we felt like we would gain as people personally when we would have a Mishkan. And that's why the, those 13 materials are delineated clearly, and the number 13 specifically is used to, con- to go connect the 13 brachas of Shmanasrei. That's when it's our time. That's when it's all about us. But it's interesting to note, and here's another Kol Kasha corner, two drops, two Kol Kasha corner drops in the same Zoom share, uh, possibly the first time in history that there are two Kol Kasha corner drops in the same Zoom share. Um, and there might be a reason for that. Um, because nobody else talks about the Kolakash Corner besides me. But anyway, the, uh, there are only, I don't know the number offhand, but there are very few Shemana Esrays throughout the year, any of the different Shemana Esrays, that the first bracha of the bracha Shem after you get through Atta, uh, the, you know, the first bracha Shemana Esrays, the second bracha, and you finish with Atta Kodesh. The next word in like, 80% of the brachas that we, of Shemana Esrei that we have 
is ato. Ato echod, ato choinen is the obvious one. Ato kidashto, ato yatsarto. It just, the list goes on and on. I don't know if I said ato echod yet, but there are a few exceptions. If you think about it, and you'll pay attention now as you go on. Yismach Moshe is Shabbos morning. Shabbos morning does not start with the word ato. But most Shemana Esrei's start with the word ato. The, those brachos and times start with the word ata. And I think the reason for that is, Anche Knesset when they established the brachos for Nasrei, wanted us to keep in mind that even though you're kind of transitioning out of to being makir Hashem in those brachos rishonis, and now you're going to the brachos which are more about us, more about the mispala, more about me, my tzrochen. But don't make the mistake and think that now the focus is not on the rebunishing anymore. The focus at the beginning, at the end, is on the Rabbani Shalom. But the middle, that's for me. That's my truck. Don't think that. Achikensagil said, the first word of your Bakashas needs to be Ato. You have to recognize that as you begin your Shemana and that's when it starts to get personal, and you start to think about your family, and your children, and your health, and your Parnasa, and all the things that might be bothering you, or you might be troubled by, that you want to pour out your heart to the Rabbani Shalom. And ask him to, for Yeshua, ask him for kindness, ask him for everything, for das, whatever it's going to be. The first word is ata, to, to ingrain within us, to hammer home this message that even as we're be- beseeching Hashem, even as we turn to him for our own personal needs, ultimately we're praising him. Because we, we could only ask for refuah from someone who is capable of giving you refuah. You can only ask for kapara for somebody who is capable of being mechaper, and et cetera, et cetera, to all the different brachas. So as we're being mevakish and we're focusing on our personal trachim, there's still a tremendous recognition, hakara, of the Rebun Shalom in that process. And the Chaz didn't want us to get lost in our bakashas, to think it's totally centered on us, but to remind us that Atta, you, Hashem, this is about you as well. It's not like I'm leaving my shvach for you and leaving my hoidah for you and now I'm focusing on myself. In my bakashas for myself, I'm also being mishabayah for you because I'm recognizing that the request for slicha, the request for das, the request for refua, the request for Mashiach, all these things are only being requested from you, Hashem, because you are capable of providing us with those needs that we have. And that's the recognition that the Jewish people came to as they finally put up the Mishnah. They took those raw materials, those materials which maybe their intent was on their level, obviously, but their intent was maybe a little bit more selfish. We want this connection to Hashem because it's going to be good for us. We're going to have a shaykhist to Hashem. There's nothing better than that. We're going to become better people. We're going to be able to get more from life. We're going to be able to grow more. But when it actually came into the realization, when Klaushal actually erected the Mishkan, the Kalim were there, they experienced, they were toying, they tasted the connection to the Rabbani Shalom, all of a sudden they realized they had the wrong attitude. They realized that their 13 raw materials actually were going to be expressed, not in 13, not in the number 13, just the Bakashas, but in all 18 brachas of Esrei, from the Avais, through the Haidah, Every nekuda being purely about our connection to Hashem, our recognition and our thanks and our love for the Rebbeinu Shalom and our connection to Him. We realize that those middle brachas of Shemana Esrei, they're not about us. It's not just for our benefit. It's about all 18 brachas of Shemana Esrei being about the Rebbeinu Shalom, connecting to Him, requesting from Him because He can provide 
and thanking for him, thanking him for everything that he gives us. That's when the Mishkan came to fruition. That's the Hakkar, that's the recognition that you didn't have, that it's not 13 anymore. It's not 13 raw materials. There are 18 Kasher Tiva Moshe. 18 times it says that to convey this message that all 18 Brachlish Monastery now are relevant. We recognize that everything we have, even our personal requests, are merely praises of Rabbi Shalom. It's all just to show him and to recognize that he is the guiding force in our life, that he is the one who's able to provide for us. And even as we request from him that he gives us Yeshua, that he helps us, and he gives us Rafua, we're also being Meshavet and we're praising him at the same time. So I think the lesson is, for us, here in this strange, challenging time, where a lot of us are isolated, a lot of us are not, all of us hopefully are, are you know, we're experiencing some challenges. And our Shemona Esri maybe has taken on a little bit of a different meaning. And everyone's suggesting you should try to do it with the Tzibor at the same time, and you should try to have a little more Kavana, and, and it's all good. And you know what? When you get to Rifo'inu, especially the closer it is to home, it's a little easier to have Kavana. You know, a person's going through a tzara, all of a sudden the Shemonasri takes on a little bit more meaning because we feel like we need it a little bit more. It's more about like, oh, it's more personal. And Rufo'enu is like, oh, we pack a seed. There's a need for Rufu'a. We see that Hashem is challenging us here and we, and we, need, his, we need his help. We need to get Rufu'a from him. We need him to provide for us. But just remember the lesson that Kashur Tziva Hashem is Moshe, the 18 times that as we read Parshish B'Kudai, as we re-experience the Hakamas HaMishkan, we should hopefully tap into Klal Yisrael's Hakara at that time. That as we beseech Hashem for Rifo'inu, that He should heal us, and for Moshiach, as Semach Dovin, and Lion, and all the different tefillahs that we have, we should recognize that our Bakashas are only meaningful. They're only something because we're speaking to someone who is capable of delivering. It should lead us to a brand new akara of what the Rebbe means to us, of who he is to us. And hopefully by doing so, our tefillah will have more uh, meaning to us, but also more, more effectiveness. It should be more effective. The Rebbe should hear our tefillahs. He should save us from this terrible machla. And we should be able, all as one together, to join in tefillah, to daven together, to be able to re-attend shul, to, re- to rejoin together for learning, for davening. We should all experience together the ultimate. We should all join together to do Hashem's will and His bidding with the coming of Mashiach. Thank you for listening.